This is the Sea to Sky podcast, editorial. Hi, my name is John French. I was born in Squamish. The year was 1969 at Squamish General Hospital. Okay, so what? Well, here's the thing. I have seen a lot of change. I remember back when we were a town of 10,000 people. We knew most of our neighbors, and we rarely locked our doors. There wasn't much to do in Squamish back then. Well, at least compared to now. There were no skate balls. Mountain bikes hadn't really been invented yet. Kite sailing was still a few years away. There was no indoor public pool, no trampoline center, no indoor climbing walls. We did have a single screen theater, though. Oh, and we also had a bowling alley. And when I was a kid growing up wild on Braemar Drive North with my brother Wayne and our buddies Ken, Corey, and Marcel, I had stuff going on every night of the week. Cubs, soccer practice, baseball practice, basketball, and my part-time job teaching swimming lessons at the Easter Seal Camp indoor pool, which, as I now understand, is decommissioned and no longer in use. Right? And on Saturdays in the 1980s, I spent almost every Saturday morning in the fall and spring at Centennial Fields. Sundays at the fields were dedicated to adult soccer. While I've seen much change, some stuff just hasn't changed. We're still a big soccer town, and Saturday morning is still the day hundreds of families gather at the pitch with bags of orange slices for halftime. Yes, we're now hardwired for adventure. We're also still the outdoor recreation capital of Canada. Back in the late 80s, we were a community of climbers, kite sailors, golfers, skiers, hikers, anglers, bike riders, and kayakers. Thankfully, a few people had some acting skills. We had a healthy community of musicians and a few really talented painters and sculptors. They made Squamish home, and they gave us a bit of an artistic feel as well. A few people from Greater Vancouver came here to do all the things that residents were doing in the great outdoors. That's still happening, with people now coming in the thousands from around the world to climb, bike, and hike Squamish. And we're now a community of about 20,000. I lock my doors all the time, without fail. I lock my vehicle every time I get out of it, and I turn on an alarm as well. As I record this, I'm having a realization. Despite all the change, the important stuff in my community has pretty much stayed the same. When the summer sun warms us, the wind starts blowing at about 11 a.m. between May and September. Centennial Fields at Brennan Park, still the best place to play soccer in southwestern B.C., Climbing the Squamish Chief is still an inspiring experience. Casting a line into the Squamish River is still a meditative, natural moment. Squamish Valley Golf and Country Club is a good walk, still well-wasted. And the climbing routes at the Smoke Bluffs tests the mental and physical toughness of all who dare try it. I submit that the most important difference between now and 1985 is that to live in Squamish, you have to have cash. And lots of it. There are no more big mills employing hundreds of people. No more rail repair center with a big need for laborers. No chemical production facility employing hundreds. Without skills and financial resources now, it's really tough to live here. So, yes, much has changed. Living in Squamish used to be easy. It now takes work. And you have to want to live here. 
And you have to be committed to living here. To those willing to do what it takes. As a born and raised ambassador, I welcome everyone. Enjoy the summer wind sweeping off House Sound. It's one thing that will never change. This is the Sea to Sky podcast. If you have a comment or story ideas, please check out our website at seataskypodcast.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Sea to Sky Podcast. Thank you for clicking us on.